Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh. All right. Welcome to the Thanks for Trying podcast with myself, The Last Skeptic. It's episode 7, I think. And it's another cliffhanger. I'm getting well into the cliffhangers in season 3. And this one features... This one features one of the two silent partners of the Thanks for Trying podcast. One of my closest friends in the entire universe. One of the greatest comedians ever to grace this planet. Uh, ben Bailey Smith, aka Doc Brown. And I'm mad excited about this because I just invited him around to my kitchen. We press record, and oh man, like I know I don't want to like surprise you or anything, but I got really drunk. So um, that is what happened. So this is part one of that. Now, as always, here's two things I'm going to say. I say it every single time. One, listen to my brand new album, See You in the Next Life, out now on all of the things that you stream things on. Tell me. Two, actually 1.5. Tell me you're listening to it. Hit me up. Say, yo, I listened to your album. You know, I did what you said. And uh, I feel a bit better now. It's a whole album about breakups. If you're sad, listen to it. If you're happy, listen to it because you're probably going to go for a breakup soon. If you're feeling middle tones listen to i don't know listen to some guitar music and then listen to it point number two if you like the thanks for trying podcast go to itunes go review the show hit me up with a little five stars still hurts me someone rated it two stars still don't know what i did wrong enjoy the podcast big up dog brown directional of course yeah so stay in front of them yeah okay and then they make a weird noise when you touch them all right one how does i think that's i'm asking myself how does that sound how's this coming across how's it that sounds no it sounds fantastic all right great uh i I like the you know i just need a drink cheers you again on so people can hear it so it's you know let's pretend we haven't already done it a minute ago okay so it's a saturday it's 5.05 p.m uh, I'm not even going to introduce it. I'll, I'll just we'll start. I want to tell you a story. I'm in such a rush today, as you can probably tell. I'm a bit frazzled. You know, I do this thing when uh, I realise that I'm frazzled, where I can't look anyone in the eye. <laughs> know if right. you do this, yeah, definitely. You, where you just like, to uh, so the people at home, we're looking other ways. With, you know, all of that. Uh, I just can't do it. So I've just been like, I'm usually always frazzled when I when I wake up really late, which is every day. Right. Um, and 
yeah, I just fuck. I just woke up like so late today. Couldn't get couldn't get out of bed. What time did you get to sleep last night? About like four or five. Oh, well, you know. Yeah, true. I mean, that kind of explains a big part of that. Yeah, good point. So you were behind the curve. You were like sort of just chasing the day. From I was the, chasing the day on. constantly. Yeah. And I kept thinking, all right, 10 a.m., I'm going to get up. I'm going to go to the gym. Did not happen. That did not, nothing happened today. I thought any, about the gym. I thought about the gym a lot. Um, and then finally, I was like, okay, shit, I've got like two and a half hours. I was rushing. I was like, I need to make something healthy, some healthy food. Right. Ran to the supermarket, picked up some... Um, some really good ingredients made like a <laughs> made like a rice noodle salad right. with uh, okay. yeah really nice stuff uh, really really good little good little dinner had a you know had a quick shower rushing around you, you were early which is amazing no one's ever early uh, <laughs> and then I was like shit okay I need to put the drinks out set the thing up so I, this is the point of the story I then run to get a shower quickly shave my head mm. and then run into the shower get into the shower start doing what people do in the shower wash uh, apply the soap. I look down onto the the floor. I suppose you can call it the basin, the, whatever the bottom of a shower is called. Yeah, I don't really know. Shower base. Shower base. Shower base. The base uh, of the the base of the, the shower. The, the sink in the shower. The, <laughs> the sink. The, of fl- the, the floor sink. The, f- the floor sink that you stand in. What is that called? <laughs> what is that? The pallet. Is the it a pallet? pallet? The flat bath. The, f- <laughs> <laughs> the flat bath. I think it's a fl- maybe. Okay, so I stand up in the flat bath. Yeah. And I look down, this is a mere, this happened a mere 20 minutes ago, oh. 25 minutes ago. I look down and there's a worm, right? Fuck. Yeah, I know. Like a, like, like a garden worm? I don't know. It's it rig- like a normal it's worm. It's wriggling around. I don't even know. This is important. You know, like an earthworm with the little wrinkled neck I couldn't bit. see because it was soapy. I could just see it. If it was very thin and very long, then we, we've got a serious conversation. To it have. was dark. It didn't come out of me. This is my problem. I, I'm pretty How do you know that? Well, I would have felt it, surely. No, no, showers, you know. Oh my god! So apparently, I've got ring. Was it ringworm? No, ringworm's the thing where that's in skin, right? Yeah, it's like a sort of eczema on your on your. Is no, it, is it actually on your face? Is it actually a worm? No. Oh. What we'd be talking about here would be a tapeworm. Mm. No, 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 because tapeworms look like rice noodles. Yeah, and they're very, very long. They're very long, and you have to like apparently put a pencil. Curly. Curl it around a pencil slowly and extract it out of a, a wound or your or an anus. Anus, but they have been known to just fall but out. This of one had its own volition. It's like it knew what it was doing. It Where was, it was like, headed, whoosh, 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 kind of. It was like whipping around like a snake. Maybe it was a snake in the in the bath. Shower snake. It's the shower snake it was a shower snake. Shower snake. So what could it bath. be? I mean, in the flat bath, the shower snake in the flat bath. Um. So yeah, I mean, it, look, but I look, I'm. A, in all, you know, the window's always open in, you know, in the shower bath. It's not a bath in the shower. But the but how, how high is this window? It's quite high. You're telling me a, 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 an earthworm yeah. crawled up a wall. Yeah. I've you, never seen them go vertical. So you're saying it's more likely that some kind of parasite is living within me and birthing smaller parasites that are only coming out one to two minutes of me being in the shower bath. I'm not saying anything. I'm just staying open-minded. <laughs> <laughs> How many other people do you uh, do use this bathroom? One. One other person. One other person. And this person, how would you rate their hygiene? They're kind of what well, they. <laughs> they're kind of tall. They're kind of skinny and worm-like. Mm. Uh, they move around like this. Uh, they wriggle a lot. They could have morphed into a worm. They could have morphed into a worm. It's highly possible to spy on your genitals from beneath. Beneath is not the best angle. Not a great angle. Lots, of, lots of women would tell you that from me. That that is not the best angle to look up at me from. 
Not a great angle. Not a great angle for any man. I don't think. I don't think any man. Yeah, even man. Brad Pitt from the yeah. fucking down up is. He's not looking good. No. Because you're seeing, you know, Brad Pitt's, you know, double chin and. I just, yeah, I just, I just in cock and balls. Mm. Just, they rarely look good. No, do from they? the wrong angle as well. Like that's balls on, balls on top. I think that was one of the things that helped me give up pornography. You know, mm. you're just, just looking at so much cock and balls. So much. You, you, you sort of take it for granted, don't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm yeah. talking about straight porn. If you watch, if your straight porn is what mm. you enjoy. Mm-hmm. You are looking at a lot of cock. So much. A lot of the time, you're probably so looking much. at more cock than anything else. 100%. And I started to, I, you know, you, you think... And it, it really helped me. What are we actually, you know, what, or you were, because you've given it up, but wanking over, you know, are we actually, we are wanking over dicks. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and a lot of the time, yeah. as, as the other thing that really like just turned me off porn is it all just sort of became wanking. You know, you, there's yeah. a lot of men wanking on women. Men and, and so, then, you, so it's, 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 it's so, so modern. Meta. You're just wanking to a wanker. Yeah, yeah. It's so, like it's what's so what's sexy or enjoyable or satisfying. About, uh, I mean, you feel not. terrible at the end of a wank anyway. Yeah, like awful. the fun bit awful. is presumably the during, but then actually you start to look at the during, you think, no, I'm wanking over a wanker. Yeah, meta wank. It's it's so meta when you think wanking. It's so metal when you think about it. I've it's so. It's probably the most meta act you can do. Hmm. Maybe it's quite. That's a very interesting point. No, no, build on, build on. No, maybe it's maybe this is philosophical. Who knows? What do you mean by that? You, the the embodiment of you. You know, you're, mm. it's a, it's an outer body experience. You are almost transmorphing. You are doing a what's it called? Uh, what's the name of it? astral you know astral planning or where they they, they they do the astral visiting out of their own selves into the next yes. room okay. people it's not the right word for it but people in the army were trying to teach each other that stuff you are imagining yourself somewhere else and with the the, yeah. the ultimate yeah, projection of your yourself, being yeah. the orgasm you are yeah using so that energy think- to place yourself somewhere else and sometimes within someone else yeah so so men are able to watch it because they're they're able to watch that much dick because they're imagining they are the dick they are just the dick, but they are not the man. They're not. The, oh, they're not know. the man. They're, yeah. I don't know. I mean, this is this is what I realized. This is when, great. One, once I gave it up, and I'm two years and a two years and two months now. Wow. No pornography. Wow. Don't view it at all. That's so good. Um, uh, That's at least an hour a day that you saved. I think it's a bit more than an hour. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even for me. Yeah. Definitely. So you, you've um, you've saved over like. Well, about below underneath a thousand hours, I'd say of so, time. So okay, so first big difference is you don't masturbate as much because mm. it's just like you're st- that was so linked to pornography. Yeah, of course. Um, so on the occasions you do, mm. um, which are way way rarer, my options are to close my eyes and fantasize. Mm. Dude, the orgasm is actually an orgasm. So again. so what what comes to mind when you do that? Like, because if I close my eyes and, and start to fantasize, you know, if it's not midnight, he's Pamela Anderson. I'm probably, <laughs> I'm probably thinking about my well, shopping. This, the other thing about it is I can keep it completely private. It's oh, totally yeah, mine. True. It's totally Good point. Mine. Good point. And, uh, it's so intense because your eyes are closed. It's just, mm. it's just yeah. and it feels like it. And also, for some reason, the shame is not attached. Right. Okay. 
Because it feels less exploitative in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's what it is. Mm. Yeah. I think that's what it is. So you, you're, you're currently brandishing a book. Yeah. I which pulled is... it out because we were talking about the view of cock and balls from beneath. Mm-hmm. And it seems strange that I could intellectualize that by pulling out a, a volume yeah. of some kind. But sure. it just reminds I just started reading Carrie Fisher's um, memoirs. Yeah. Which are fucking amazing. Yeah. Rest in peace. Um, but yeah, rest in peace, Carrie Fisher. But there was a something in here. I'm never going to find it now. Mm. But there's something in here I read yesterday yeah. that was about the view of cock and balls. And it's, wow. it's, it's, it's perfect for this, but I, I don't know I guess how I, I'm going to find no, it under fine. pressure. I mean, why you, know, you do, I mean, I'll, I guess it's, I can take I'll, this, I'll flick and this can... moment to apologize for any woman that's had to look at me from that angle. Uh, I'm, yeah. really, I'm just really sorry. Yeah. It's a really bad angle. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it also makes you think, I mean, you know, I you go gym. I, I don't I don't even go gym like a, a, a lot of us, the vast majority of us aesthetically we're not I just you no, just I think mean, men, men are, yeah, no. I'm so sorry for everything. I'm just I'm sorry. I'm sorry you have to look at this. <laughs> you know, sometimes I apologize to myself when I accidentally walk past the mirror after a shower, you know? Oh, f- I'm sorry, you know? Sorry you had to see this. Because I don't know, to me, like a woman who does zero exercise, you know, maybe overeats, I don't know, or just doesn't look after herself, smokes, skin's not great. Still, they're a fucking painting, man. Yeah, yeah. Women, you know I mean? women are pretty great, man. Pretty you know, great. you look at those, like those Lucian Freud paintings or, mm-hmm. or Modigliani, they're like full-bodied women with cellulite mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, it's... They're not shaved and mm-hmm. makeup and all of that. Is they're just and you even you know you just look at it and you go that is a sight yeah. and yeah. a half. To like behold. there's just yeah. something. There's just, they've just got a lot more going on. Yeah, I feel you. Um, so we're very fortunate, yeah. straight men, really. Definitely, but you know, the, you know, one thing that popped to mind to, to me just now is that I, I, with all of that tying back to that and and tying back to the um, the shower basin bath worm. Uh, intruder um, what I will say is I'd, it definitely can't be uh, some kind of parasite living within me that had uh, pinched a loaf of itself out uh, uh, through me but you know why because why, why, because why? I'm I'm like still fat because I'm still fat and and uh, this is tapeworm yeah they, they yeah they 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 eat all of the everything within you they they live within you so I wouldn't describe yeah. you as fat as a moment no but you know what but I've put on like a couple of pounds you know album coming out been a bit nervous and I suppose you notice it a lot more once you've lost weight mm, when you add bits back on yeah definitely it's when I walk down the street and my belly walks a second after I walk right you just feel a little shift yeah a little shift I'm walking and then oh the belly's walking. And jogging, forget about it. Jogging's not even happening. Yeah, the boot. Even when I was, yeah, I was performing the other day, jumping up and down. I just like, oh yeah, I can, I can feel them. I need a sports bra, you know. We need to briefly talk about that because I, yeah, no, and I I, I, I apologised in person for not being there. I was really gutted. It's no, Um, it's the nature of filming. Do you know what Mm. I mean? Like schedules and whatnot, and it's the one part of my life where I have no say over where I can be. So I was gutted not to be there, but. Obviously, I tried to piece together the whole evening mm. through everybody's Insta yeah, stories, yeah, yeah. which is quite hard because you don't know when people are posting stuff. Yeah, of course. But there was a period I watched like loads of bits and I pieced together certain yeah. songs and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, I tried sick, to work sick, out sick. your set list. Uh, and there's one point, 
I was about to text you, but then I wasn't sure because I saw another <laughs> bit afterwards that changed my mind. I was going to text you. Did you keep that fucking puffer jacket on the whole oh, time? Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, all right. So dude, just this to re- puff, just to rewind to people, been on listen- for at least six songs. Just to re- rewind to people that are listening to this, I at can't home, be that cool. Uh, this is December the something. Oh yeah, sorry. This okay. is the last last Monday uh, was the album launch party for my new album, See You in the Next Life, which by now in this period of the podcast you would have heard me promote it every single episode every single episode you already know what it's called you know that i'm probably guilting you bullying you uh making you feel bad if you haven't heard it so <laughs> you, you know all of this thank you so much and it is genuinely a great album i don't mean that in a nori drink yeah, champs way yeah okay. <laughs> i mean you've done something quite special there thank you um i think the big test mm. from a from a critical point of view yeah is what you do without the same wealth of emotion yeah that you had from a specific place Definitely. to feed those lyrics. Do you yeah, know what I mean? It's yeah. the same for every artist. Yeah. For a comedian who mm-hmm. has, I don't know, a fucking near-death experience, yeah. then they come with an amazing hour of comedy yeah. about that. Okay, great. That's amazing. Mm. But now you've got to top that. Yeah. You know what I'm See, saying? See, I've thought a lot about that, but luckily for me is I'm a perpetually uh, angered human <laughs> being. You know, I don't think there's been a yeah, period yeah. of my life when I've not been just just pissed off uh, or depressed or something like that or if i'm happy i'm still kind of like well you know what this ain't gonna last forever you know there's something i've i've already written my next dp uh i've recorded it um and you know i've started writing the next album and so I, i know you know i've got things who knows that you know the bath basin shower worm might have have uh some inspiration in there too um so i the launch party was last Monday, uh, and I wore. I had a big old puffer jacket from Edwin. Thank big up to Edwin every, mm. every, time. Um, every time. And I'd basically be naked if it I would be naked Edwin. if it wasn't for Edwin. Uh, Edwin jeans. They're fucking. We've sick. already discussed the, the horrors that that would provide. <laughs> no one would be happy either of us being naked. So thank you, Edwin, for for that. And um, so I was wearing this big, nice puffer jacket. It's goose. Goose feather. I was about to say goose leather, which would be a completely goose different, leather. That's some new shit. You ain't on that yo, goose leather, guys, son. Goose leather. Um, <laughs> really, it's really brittle. <laughs> it's so thin and dainty. <laughs> it's gamey. That's it's really gamey. So gamey. What a gamey jacket you've got. Um, so uh, I was wearing goose uh, feather. Uh, and it was, you know, it was fucking huge, chunky jacket uh, on stage. But I wasn't, I wore it until the final song because uh, two w- wonderful women in the front row kept shouting, take it off the entire time. Nice. Um, and so I waited until the last song, You Make Me Want to Kill, uh, until I... You took- waited till the last song? I wasn't hot. I wasn't hot, honestly. I was not because it's, this is how you know you've become a rapper. Yeah, I know. I was kept you're it on no the whole longer time. hot in a puffer jacket in Next a step, nightclub. Sunglasses. Step after that, wow. uh, domestic abuse. You know, then I'll be a rapper. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I'm. I don't know, man. It was great. It was. It was definitely like. You know, I don't remember anything from the performance. I know it went really well. Yeah. I know from you know growing up around. You remembered all the bars. Nearly all the bars. It's hard, isn't it? It's hard to remember everything. It's a lot of lines. But, you know, learning from you, watching you, uh, you know, uh, the most is it doesn't matter if you fuck one up, mm-hmm. if you just come in sty- like stylishly. No one notices. No one notices. And if you la- almost laugh like you meant to do it, it no one notices mm-hmm. and it's fine. 
And um, yeah, it was just, it was really good. You know, I had the violinist there, the sax. Yeah, um, I saw that. I saw yeah, that. It was great. Amazing and guests. that girl, that singer, what's her name? LCYTN. Yeah, she you know, was she great, guess man. She was great. Like, really um, charismatic. Yeah. And so, you know, it was just so much fun to do. And I drank uh, a whole a whole litre of vodka. And, um, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, that's a special yeah. talent you have, a sort of Guinness World Book of Records type of yeah. talent. Because you know that would kill certain human beings. Yeah, I mean, I'm drinking to, to kill whatever uh, I am parasite I'm the host of, but yeah. apparently they can deal with it too. They can. They so can. Um, probably. Did you, so did you free the worm? Well, the, it, I just sunk it down the the. I just showered it away, and you know, I, I was such. Uh, so down the sink, down the um, down the, the, the sinkhole, the <laughs> the bath, bath, the, the flat bath the fl- sinkhole, flat bath sinkhole. Yeah, it just went away. It was fighting it though. It was really. And how was it feeling about being in water? I think it looked quite natural in water, That's if anything. Yeah. No. Hmm. I mean, but then what would an earthworm do in water? It would just be like like prostate just laying there. Probably. And it would also be too fat, probably, to go down a... I said prostate, isn't it? Prostrate. Fat buff. Prostrate. I don't, I don't know. Prostrate. Yeah. yeah, prostrate. Prostrate, yeah. It's just... But well, it was weird, no, Because it, it was having... It was... So it le- I should have eaten it, really. <laughs> yeah, tequila. Okay, so I found this this small paragraph from uh, 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 Carrie Fisher. All right, before you um, do, I'm just going to turn the boiler off. Okay. Actually, you know what? Have you... you, can, you, you no, I could, could just read it. Um, All right, so uh, the boiler switched, off. Uh, boiler switched off. You know, who knows? Maybe the sound will be there the whole time. It, it doesn't It doesn't matter. I, I want, you know, everyone at home uh, listening on your journey, yeah, maybe, you're on, well. maybe you're in a... In the back of a taxi, uh, who knows? Maybe you're an Uber, Uber pool and you're trying to avoid uh, even making eye contact with the person next to you. I don't know where you are right now, but right now, here we have uh, Ben Bailey Smith uh, reading an excerpt from Carrie Fisher. Princess yeah, so Rose. she's just talking about in the early days um, when she was uh, uh, sixteen, seventeen. Why she she was she's asking herself here why she felt so concerned about sex and what it represented. She, at this stage, she's already got off with a few boys, mm-hmm. mainly mm-hmm. gay boys. Right. For some reason, she, she just found that quite exciting. Mm. Uh, her mum was quite open about sex. Um, her dad was a bit of a, a sex addict, and she's just spending this page just questioning what made her so concerned at this age about what sex was was it that you could never be a virgin again after that you know um was it her father this this sex enthusiast she calls him this is the chapter yeah, <clears throat> uh, this is the paragraph i mean about the um the view of the the the, the, the cock and balls she says maybe maybe it was the specter of the back of my first stepfather harry carl's gray withered hanging bullsack as he rose from the bed without pyjama bottoms, to yet again visit the bathroom. A bull sack available for my nightly viewing throughout my childhood and on into my adolescence. If that was what my future held, a facsimile of what I would someday have to hold tenderly. Mm. I would cling to my blessedly penis and bull sack free present for as long as possible. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But why was he naked? So well, he um... obviously slept with her mum naked, I guess. You know, Christ, which Once. you know, so, some some men do. Some men do. I sometimes sleep naked. I slept naked last night, but it's because for some reason I was hot. Yeah, yeah. I I was I can't sleep uh, naked. Uh, this is another one of those weird things. I'm going to go into uh, a, a Jerry Seinfeld style 
Uh, hey, I can't well, do it. No, I just, yeah, I can't do it. I just can't. I just, Why? You, you, heard, you heard about that? Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I don't know. I just feel I need to feel secure. You know, I, I need to feel like that's what the duvet's for. No, I don't know. What if I fall out of the duvet and I'm naked, and then all the ghosts and the uh, and the monsters who want to, you know. <laughs> get to my junk at night you know what if they because shower worms the shower worms you know they they don't know how to remove uh boxes that's their that's their floor that's where so they it's fall like a, down it's like yeah, the last bastion of protection to yeah, you yeah, in the world yeah. when you're un- you're unconscious we all know monsters and ghouls and poltergeists they can get through a, a, a duvet it's fascinating a sheet you know to get to that dick right that's what they want that's right. what they all want uh, and then, uh, and then, but we, but what, what, what people don't know is that if you have a secondary protection vehicle, such as a boxer short, they can't get it. <laughs> a boxer short. Just, just one <laughs> boxer short. So yeah, that's, that's why. No, I, I just feel, play. I just feel secure. I feel super yeah, secure. Yeah, no, okay. Right I, hear that. Like, I, I hear that. I like it. Like, I hear that. I don't know why. I don't know why. But even after, you know, uh, romancing a young lady. And, you're you're and getting back on. I'm getting them back on. Yeah, and sometimes they're like, what are you doing? And I'm like, well, what if, you know? I don't know. <laughs> I just, like, I trail off. I'm like, I don't know, what if? It's too early to get into it's this. Too I've early. only just met this girl. It's too early. No, you know, actually, you know what? Let's talk. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I met you three hours ago. Uh, let's let's talk. Mm-hmm. Um, so welcome, Doc Brown, to the Thanks for Trying podcast. Yeah, uh, pleasure. It's good to be back. Reg- regular. It feels like it's been a long time, though. It's been so long. No, you say regular. The last one wasn't the one with Holly Walsh, was it? Because that was yeah, like it was. two... No, it wasn't two years ago because no. I was in the Year Dalston place. Yeah, yeah, no. It was uh, before you moved to West London. Yeah, so it was probably... I'd say it was 18 months ago, man, at least. Yeah, I think you're probably right. But then I haven't released a podcast for a year. So that it, that makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, I'd say it's know? between 18 months and two years, which is a long Christ, time. It's a very For long a time. regular... I mean... <laughs> guest. Yeah, you know... If regular, only was, you decide, listeners. If only I was that regular going to the toilet, then. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's great to have you back. I have to have you on every season, at least for one episode. I w- I'd prefer it if you were on for 10 of them, and I wouldn't have to do the podcast at all. Yeah, um, be awesome, wouldn't it? Just get it all out of the way. Just get it all out of the way. Night, oh one long night God, split up into 10 episodes. <laughs> we should do that the podcast marathon yeah the podcast marathon that would be so much fun just pretend it's over the course of 10 months (laughs) and i would be so fucked by episode three why is he so fucked in the march one (laughs) (laughs) so it's like he's drinking for three months (laughs) constantly um yeah i mean that would be great there would have to be one where this is such a good this is great actually because i wanted to do an episode with you where um oh the noise has stopped um where i'm just you know, pitching segments, potential segments to you for a podcast. Uh, and also, but this is a really, that's a really good, it's not even a segment. That's a really good podcast idea. Okay. Um, but no, thank you so much. This is season three. You know, uh, it's been a whole year and mm. you know, a lot of, a lot of crazy stuff's happened this year. A lot of good stuff. You've mm. got a moustache. I've got a moustache now. Yeah. Um, I'm really, it's really annoying having a moustache. So, so, so it's for, it's for a role. We should specify. Yeah, to it the it's, not, it's not a life choice. Not a life choice, but it is a life choice overall. Cause you know, even though it's for a role, yeah, having I mean, a moustache I- makes people act differently towards you. Yeah. Uh, it's a constant point of conversation. Mm. Um, it's weird to have a, must- a standalone moustache in 2019. 2019, yeah. excuse me. It's it, it's really odd. Like it's, it's not Mo- Movember, mm. 
and you're not, um, you know, I think there's certain guys who can just pull it off and it's not a question. Like yeah. Iraqi guys who've been in the country for like 15, 16 yeah, years yeah. in their sort of mid 40s to mid 50s. Mm. You don't question their standalone tash. No, no, no. No, no. That's never, like never. A, that's so standard. They'd look weird without it. Like, it's so strange every time I catch a glimpse of myself. And it would all change if it just connected to like a goatee or... But I think that would be that would be really weird if it was all around, you know, the 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 Batash goatee. I mean, I, I'm not a fan of that either. I don't, I, I don't, no, I'm not, I'm not a facial hair fan. Tash suits, the Tash suits you, I think. Really? Tash, yeah, Tash okay. on its own, I really like. So I just, I just think it would look weird if it was all the way around. I feel like I have to apologize for it all the time. Some people say no, it looks fine. Other people are like, dude, mm. wow, what's going on? Yeah, you know. And then I was explaining it's, it's, it's for this role and whatnot. But then there's a part of me, like roll the other day, a, I was thinking, should I start nodding at guys with standalone moustaches? <laughs> and I thought, actually, no, it's not like being black in a rural mm. area or where being, you nod at the other black person. Yeah, or being bald any time of the year. Yeah, the bald any nod, place. the black nod. I, d- mm-hmm. I don't think it's the same. I think standalone Tash yeah. going nodding at guys in, 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 in Soho or whatever, I think, mm-hmm. you know, you're... you're you're putting yourself in a in a totally different zone there. Definitely, definitely. One where you might see some balls and some penis from a, <laughs> an angle you didn't expect. So, um, I, yeah, I like, I'm trying to get used to the, the look, but I just can't. But I'm going to have to because this is what I'm going to have to rock till the end of January now. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a little... So you, you're going to be going through the, the Christmas Yuletide season. Yeah, we're just randomly with, with a moustache. Wow. All of those pictures that will last forever. I know. With your family. I know. Oh, do you remember that year dad had a, <laughs> had a tash? <laughs> it's odd, man. And that will be, it will be such a formative, beautiful year. Everything else is going to be perfect this year for you and your family. It's going to be beautiful and wonderful. You have a lovely, restful time. And all of the photos <laughs> are going to be marred. <laughs> I don't know what it is about the tash. By the way, I actually, I'm not, re- I actually really like it. I'm, I I'm joking, but I think it's fucking sick. Thank I think you. It's like it's characterful. It, you know, it, it is very detective. Yeah, it's but, very but not detective. not everybody who has a mustache is a sex offender no, or no. like a weirdo or like retrograde. Like they don't know what's going on with fashion mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or gay mm-hmm. or. You know, like all of the th- all of the stereotypes that we might attach to a moustache, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or a nineteen eighties policeman. Yeah, you know, that- all of these stereotypes. They, it might not necessarily be. It might just be like this dude just likes the feel of some fuzz between yeah. the sh- uh, beneath the schnoz. Beneath the schnoz. I mean, look, uh, my I've, I've just never been that guy, so it's w- really unusual. For without me. any facial hair, my face has no context. It's just interesting. So it just looks. Like, so you find you know, you in the on the other end of the spectrum. You find yourself apologising for having a clean face. Like, yeah, always. I'm sorry, guys. Can I just say there's a lot more to me than this. Yeah, yeah. This is not. I don't feel like I'm giving you my best yeah. life right now. Mm-mm-mm. There is so much more complexity to this face yep. that you've been denied mm-hmm. um, by you know the 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 cruelty of a of a razor. That's so true. Yeah. So, so this 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 tash has been grown for um this uh this this story set in nineteen eighty three. It's just a, a three parter for television about mm-hmm. um one of Britain's most notorious serial killers, uh, Dennis Nilsson. Right. 
It was like a Scottish dude moved to London. He was actually, he was in the army. Mm. Uh, he, he joined the police force. He was a policeman at uh, Wilsdon Police Station, where I'm from, funnily mm. enough. Um, and then he became a civil servant. And it was while well, he was a civil servant that he started luring men back to his flat in uh, Cricklewood mm. um, and killing them. Right. Uh, he then moved to uh, Muswell Hill. Cranley Gardens and did the same there. Uh, he killed 16 people. Oh. And this is about um, basically the moment he was caught up until uh, the trial mm. um, and the, the police investigation around it and what went right and what went horribly wrong. Yeah. Um, David Tennant is unbelievably creepy as Nelson. So he's, he plays the serial killer. Okay, yeah. fine. And they look wow. so eerily the same. Um, and obviously both Scottish and he's just nailed the voice and it's just, it, oh he's very creepy. Because he's creepy as the purple man and Jessica Jones. Mm. He can be creepy. He can he's be a lovely guy, creepy. but he can be creepy. Yeah. And Danny Mays is the sort of beleaguered uh, cop who's um, investigating him. And Danny Mays is, is just superb. Um, and I play this guy, this real guy, Brian Lodge. He's a, he's a mixed race fellow who, um, he worked the evidence rooms. Mm. So he collected all the... Um, all the bones, he was the one who kind of determined just how many bodies they were dealing right. with and supported Danny May's character, Peter Jay, uh, in the investigation. Um, but yeah, I met the guy last week and it's... Wait, the serial killer? No, he died okay. last year. Right. Right. He died last year. I met the, the guy that I'm playing, so yeah. I've never had that experience before. Yeah. And um, it was just fascinating hearing, hearing the uh, stories. Yeah. Uh he just had endless, endless, endless anecdotes. He used to drive like a orange MG, right? Mm. From the crime scene to the mortuary with like boiled heads and fucking hands and feet and shit in the boot. Just like loose in the boot? Or? Yeah, or just like in a, in a little bag. Wow. Like get that over. Like everything in those days was before like DNA and... yeah you know, proper forensics as yeah. we know them now and did di digitally aging stuff and work, you know, testing blood and all that stuff. It was before that. Yeah. So a lot of stuff was unbelievably rudimentary right up until the end of the eighties. And this was like 83, this um, investigation. So, you know, loads of stuff would just get ruined by yeah. cops who'd arrived, you know, and just like trampled over yeah. everything or yeah. shit would get lost. So and it was his job to make sure everything was properly logged. But yeah, chatting to the guy was, it was mind-blowing, man. Like, <laughs> I just couldn't get my head around him. Has it had it traumatised him? Quite well, this is, this is a big question that I asked him. Yeah. Nah, mate. He's like, nah, 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 nah. We go down, um... He spent a lot of time trying to remember the names of pubs, North, Lon <laughs> North London pubs. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. We go down, uh, go down Dirty Harry's, have a few Guinness. You know, take the edge off the day and then just go home. Yeah. You're fine. Oh, but you know, like now they offer people in your line of work, they offer them counselling as part of the job. No, 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 he didn't need none of that. A couple Guinness, have a couple fags, play some darts. Be all right, mate. Wow. Be all right. And I was like, and so you don't... But, but, yeah, you, you still... Not, all those crime scenes, the head, boiled heads. The head still in your boot. You're, you're, nothing. You're, in, you're inside you're, the pub. He goes, he goes, I'll tell you what, I'm fine. I play a few rounds of golf. Still got the same lovely wife. My kids are all grown up. I'm happy as Larry. Wow. He goes, the only thing, he goes, the only thing... Apart from the recurring dreams, mm. it's fine, mate. 
I see the nothing. Fine. Apart from the, uh, the, the the torturous dreams that's that like, I wake up well, paralyzed and screaming, he didn't uh, everything's say, fine. He didn't say torturous. He didn't say nightmares. Interestingly, right. he said dreams. Dreams. I said, okay, what's the recurring dream? And he said, well, I'm you know just uh, I'm in a little um, in this little room, and there's all these bodies suspended from the ceiling. They're mm. they're dripping blood. Yeah, and the blood's just filling up the room. Yeah, and there's a door, no door handle, you know, and then, then the blood's slowly getting into uh, into my mouth. And yeah. then, you know, it's, it's just drowning me. I can't get out through the door. He goes, other than that, it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I said, how long have you been having this dream? Thirty five years. Every night. Thirty five years. Not every night, but regularly. Wow. And he said, he said the. Th- I was like freaked out a bit. He goes, I can see you freaked out. He goes, you got to think about it like this. He goes, if you came across a dead body tonight. That could fuck you up for a long, long time because yeah, yeah, you yeah, never yeah. had no shit like that happen to yeah. you. Because, because for me, yeah. it was that, like I'd expect at least one dream mm. from all the shit that I've seen. Of course. But I, I, I can wake up from that and totally understand like what that's connected to. It's not going to it's not going to make me think, oh, I'm fucked. Whereas mm. for you, who's, you know, you, you're delicate in comparison, mm. never having come across this shit. I'd be worried if I was having that dream every other night for 35 years and that made a lot of sense to me it's, it's a job to him yeah you know? yeah because i suppose people it's come across it guy. whether it's soldiers or yeah or people that do you know um you know have to to, to look online and you know f- and hunt down child porn to to report oh, God, it and that cut job, it all that those jobs nightmare, are i listened to a whole podcast about it's that fucking and, nightmare man. yeah and they you know it's fucking horrendous man like so bad um yeah so i don't know how i don't know how people do it man yeah and you know what after that do you want a spoon as well all right probably <laughs> oh yeah i've just opened some honey people so just opened some honey. there's a fork that wasn't that wasn't just like the next question in the podcast yeah so okay so doing the uh the three-part drama on dennis nelson what i've really been wanting do you want a spoon <laughs> <Do you> want- <laughs> I mean, he's using a knife. He's got a knife. His dad's not even gonna like. That's not even gonna uh, d- dissipate in that. He's just put the honey straight in there to mix with. I don't know what. Vodka. I'm just gonna try and create. a I drink don't here. think it's gonna dissipate. Okay, but you know, he's pouring. Um, okay, he's pouring the vodka in. We're gonna see so what happens now. <laughs> Right. Yeah, put finish it. Yeah, yeah the Raker. Well. Thanks to Raker. Yeah, some vodka. Hey, Icelandic vodka is good. Vodka. Um, Thank you. What was I gonna say? Oh yeah. So the other thing I wanted to ask him, right? Mm. Was it, you know, what was it like being a mixed race dude yeah. back then? There's no people of colour in the police force, rah, 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 rah. Mm. He goes, you know what? I never really thought about it. And I said, well, why not? And he goes, because I never knew what I was. Wow. I still don't know what I am. And I was like, what do you mean? I thought this was like an existential yeah. thing where he's like, he denied his black parentage or whatnot. He genuinely didn't know. Dude's from King's Cross, mm-hmm. right? Son of a prostitute. Okay. Abandoned him. So raised by his white dad and uh, his new partner, who's white, mm-hmm. um, no idea of his mum's lineage. Yeah. So he just knows he's sort of brown, <laughs> right? Wow. And um, after the Nilsson case, he left um, evidence and forensics and went into, uh, uh, he was an undercover for 13 years. Wow. And it, being like vaguely brown was yeah. like this huge bonus. He could, he could weave into all yeah. these different worlds and play all these different characters. And it was just fucking mind-blowing, man. Wow. Like, I mean, he sold and bought everything. Fuck. Guns, drugs, kids. Yeah. You know, and um, those moments of sale are, like, crucial in, yeah. in, in undercover work. So 
So, you know, you know, once you've got that deal done, that drug mm. deal done, mm. the drugs have been handed over, the guns have been handed over. If your backup is nearby and observing, you can make the arrest yeah. then and there. But he was saying like with with kids and that, yeah. like with human trafficking and shit, that fear, like once you, like you've loaded these fucking mm. innocent children into the back oh of a van, God. your backup's in place to stop that fucking van before whatever's going to happen to those kids in the back <laughs> of that van happens. Like that shit is like, yeah. It's, it blows your mind that there's people doing this stuff. Like, I don't mean the crime, but like yeah. actually working the overtime with fucking no support from the Tories. Because this is like, this is mm-hmm. a Thatcher times, right? Yeah, of course. In yeah. the 80s. And it's the same fucking now. Like, you yeah. know, we're like, we were like, fuck the police, fuck the police. Okay, fine. I understand what that statement means. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the people who are just trying, genuinely trying to fucking protect society, yeah. where's the support for those guys? I don't know. I know. From within and without, there's nothing. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, well, we can't get into the Tories, man. Fuck. Yeah, I know. Because also by the time this I comes out- I will happily out, say publicly, fuck the Tories. Yeah, serious. We'll probably be under another freshly Tory we government. We probably will by the time this comes so out. So even uh, more, fuck the Tories. Yeah. Fuck them. And fuck, fuck all em. these people who think, it makes no difference. It makes no difference, mate. Fuck it makes no difference. So hard. So it's politics. Yeah. This doesn't mean nothing to me. So it's all the same. Yeah, good fucking yeah. luck with that, bro. Good luck paying uh, 25 <laughs> grand when you break your arm. <laughs> yeah. You're doing great with that, honey, right Thank now. You, <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know I don't what know I'm making. I don't know what you're doing. I don't know what you're I'm making, You're killing it. I feel like I could have got you a spoon. One thing I but, never, uh, ever do. I didn't. And any interview ever is speak politics. So now I feel like I'm just making alcohol <laughs> to like try and, I don't know. No, I don't know. I, I always speak politics. I think it's really important to do so. Um, I don't know. I don't, it's weird. You know, this is a caption in time episode because it, but you know, the election is next week. We don't know where we're going to be. Yeah. Uh, we don't know what will happen to the world, but by the time this comes out, yeah. I fucking hate Tories. Uh, I'm very open about it. I, I think back in the day, people are like, well, you know, you can still be friends with people who are Tories. And now I'm like, <laughs> no, actually, 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 I can't. Because to, to be honest, if, 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 you, I am, if, you, if you're voting... too cowardly to tell me that they are. Right. And I think if you're voting <laughs> for someone that basically is essentially... If, you, if you, you're friends with someone that is essentially voting to, to get rid of the NHS, to make my diabetic brother not have insulin... Uh, to make make it so that we can't afford for our parents to be looked after or so that when pe- people's kids are sick, they can't go and get free Dude, healthcare. if a lack of humanity is your default fucking position, get the fuck out of my face. You know what I mean? I, I've got no time to be friends with Tories. Not at all. It's, com- it's completely different now. Like, I mean, it's not... To be honest, it's always been like that, but now it's... But it's not like the, you know, the Blair years where it was like a little bit grey. It was great because he was charismatic. On both sides. Yeah, Blair was an absolute cunt, but, you know, it was very... He was, you know... No, there's no excuses. He's an absolute cunt. Um, But But it it was a great time. Because there was no opposition. There was no opposition. They were pretty much the same. Yeah, they're the same. But Um, now, it's like, dude, pick a side, motherfucker. Pick a side. You've You've got a choice. And if you're if you're voting against humanity, love, uh, happiness, uh, yeah, we're done. We're, we're done. We're, we're, fi- we're finished. So we're you know, Tories. Um, it's, you're getting some quite good arguments now. That's the one good thing about where we are yeah. right now. Like people are people. Pe- are, people yeah. are getting brave, isn't it? Like yeah, people people, people are starting to say man, certain yeah. things, thinking like you're just going to go, yeah, so yeah, true. Exactly. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. So I, that one up. I actually group, have a, a film pitch for you. This is one thing I wanted to okay. say to you. I meant okay. to text you it the other day, and you know what? If it's good, I might even take it out. 
But I really, of the podcast, I mean, not take it out on uh, unsuspecting child on the street. Um, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, sorry. Uh, no, I, I started thinking the other day, it would be an amazing film to write or to make where uh, we're in a situation like this, a political stalemate where we just can't see eye to eye. We think that the Tories are evil, which they are. Uh, Tories think that we're uh, crazy snowflakes or whatever, which we're not because we will kill you. Um, and then we just have to then, then we look at it and we go okay you know what we should do how about politically for the west we just assign completely separate countries to people that feel completely left and the people that feel completely wow. right okay and so what happens is everyone that feels one way, we all move to some kind of land. We sanction, we sanction off for us and all the other ones that we put over there, we put over there. And then the f- entire form will be looking at what happens in between those and two does, places. And is the land all on the same island with a hard border down the middle? Because <laughs> that would, like be, interest- wall, that right? would be interesting. Because yeah. then you could do what happens if there's war, what happens if, mm. you know... Uh, would w- in in a country that's completely capitalist and completely Tory, they would eat themselves alive. Mm. They would fucking die. Like, mm. and and I think that's that would be proof in itself because there would be no one working for them. Our food would be better. Our food would be way better. <laughs> way better. There'll be no boiled potatoes and. But um, you know what would happen is we'd have, we'd have the, seasonings. The liberalism would start to to wind us up the wrong way. You know. You'd have to start saying like it's. You can say black. It's fine. You can mm-hmm. say black. But, yeah, <laughs> look, the thing is that that's not to say anyone on the on the, the on, in in our part of the world there wouldn't be cunts. Oh yeah, there'd mm. be cunts. I know plenty of people. Know that plenty are of those. Very politically sound and agree plenty with me. Those. But oh my god, would I fucking love to put that for a meat grinder? But no. <laughs> That's not the point. Of course, everyone can be cunts, but it's not the point. It would just be really interesting to see, you know, what would happen if we actually just split ourselves okay. up politically. Film title? Working title? Uh, I don't know. Working title? Uh, cunts in half. Cunts in half. <laughs> the bath shower worm <laughs> paradigm. <laughs> That's it. All workable titles. That's it. Or bring David Tennant in and call it the tenancy agreement. Wow, the tenancy agreement. That's nice. Starring nice. David Tennant. <laughs> uh, sponsored by Tenants. Well, this is a wide-ranging discussion. Um, yeah, yeah. We've, we've covered a lot <laughs> of ground in, like, not a long time, which is good. Which is <laughs> what we wanted. I haven't even written any notes for you today. Fantastic. Uh, I've got, you know, actually, I wrote down three things. Not even questions. <laughs> Doc podcast, the top of the page, written 6th of December. Uh, that was yesterday. At 1.06 a.m. Okay, these are my okay. notes. All gold, full stop. No filler, full Excellent. stop. Not even going to edit anything in it unless we accidentally say something libelous. There's always a chance of that. I don't think I've been on this podcast where I haven't said something that yeah. the next day I've gone, That's please, fine. please. you got the power of the edit. Get rid of that. Um, second, 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 second sentence. You just did another podcast today, so I want you to constantly rate your experience on this one as we go. <laughs> that's great it's actually so I mean it couldn't be more different the last one I really really enjoyed but it was super specific Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean third one okay so I want to do it a little different today I'm going to do lots of other segments some regular some new some I'm making up on the spot that hasn't happened so that's the I think it's probably for the best (laughs) (laughs) that's the end of uh, that's the end of what (laughs) 
what I wrote down for you today. Brilliant. That was it. Um, no, so to answer your question, mm. uh, the album launch party was really good. Oh, yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Really well done. Um, I, I congratulations. Took, I, took the, I took the jacket off eventually. The jacket uh, came off. For the final song. And the fragrance emanating no, totally from your fine. body. Totally fine. fine. Yeah, sure. Sure, sure, um, sure, sure. Talk to me about the crowd. Were there noticeable people there because obviously you you would have invited loads of friends and family mm-hmm. but were there noticeable people there who you thought these are new wave skeptic fans yeah yeah definitely i, like, don't, there was I don't know there, who I, these people, people are there, i didn't know who they were and there was one point that like i said because halfway through the set i said you know what uh, I, I said i guess like people i guess people in here are fans of mine like I don't know, and I, I said it kind of jokingly, like I guess I have fans, yeah. and people like everyone was laughing because between. But I, it's a tricky time a for tricky, a rapper because yeah. it's not like with comedy. Like as a comedian, I never brought anyone to my show. Like mm. I might bring one or two people. I might bring you. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I, I might bring two people. Yeah. But if I was doing a tour show, which is like the equivalent of me doing my album as a mm, rapper mm. or whatever, I didn't know anyone in in, in the room. Yeah. Right. But that's because comedy is comedy. Like people just love to laugh. Yeah. They don't. They don't need a sort of this this uber link yeah. to you. They yeah. just they might have seen a clip on YouTube. That's enough. Mm. With music, it's a bit more dedicated than that. People yeah. won't necessarily just go on a whim. Yeah. I love doing that. Yeah. But then I'm you know I'm a music aficionado. Yeah. Like yo, I'll yeah. go and see some new shit that I don't yeah. know about. Most people. They want to know. They want to know at least three or four songs. Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah. Know what I mean, they want to know some choruses they can rap along to, sing along to. Yeah. So, for a lot of musical artists, you're when you're do, you're you know you're building your brand mm. and you're playing the smaller venues. You're thinking, I've got to get at least fucking fifty people in here that yeah. I know. Like yeah. get them in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I've at least got that. And then we'll build from there, of course. right? Yeah, it's like the kindling, putting kindling down yeah, to yeah. start a fire. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if if everyone else in the room sees that those people are enjoying yeah, themselves, then they'll go, oh, okay, it's fine. This is fine. Yeah, I exactly. don't feel self conscious. This yeah. is fine. I can enjoy this. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a it's a fascinating and really kind of um, visceral time to be an artist where you're starting out with this artistic concept and hoping mm. that strangers are going to get on board. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So there must have been like a really, like some really high points of emotion when you looked out and it wasn't just, you know, yeah, it your was mates. Weird. There, was some, there was people in the front row who I was like, who who are you? I always wanted to like? be like. Because I always got I that when, when I was doing, uh, when, I, when I was touring and stuff, I was always fascinated to see what like a, a Doc Brown comedy yeah. crowd looked like. And what I realized like around about the time of the third tour is my crowds are fucking they're the fucking bomb. I've got mm, old people, mm. young people. And in terms of like race, cultural, Good spread. it's such a spread. Mm. I always had gay people, always had Muslims and Jews. Do you mm, know what I mean? Mm, mm, and I always had black, white and Asian. And I was like, yeah. this is the fucking dream. Yeah. Because the, the message in all of my shows, it wasn't that well hidden, but it was yeah. always a very hippie message of yeah. like, Let's just fucking have a conversation course, about course. togetherness. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That was in the that was a message in all my comedy shows. Yeah, you know, because you, so you, you, you provide a great a great platform when you're doing your shows where it's you want it to be like you almost position it like it's not a performance, but you're like, oh, we're just all having a chat. 
Yeah. And that's really nice because it makes people feel very comfortable. And then when they're comfortable, you know, there's no pressure. They're, they're, they're having yeah, a my, better time. My vibe was always like, there's 501 tickets. You yeah. got 500 and I got the 501st ticket. Yeah. Like I'm Love with that. you lot. Do you know what I mean? That. I want to have a good night yeah. with you guys. And that was always the vibe. And I, I noticed as I was getting deeper into it and my peers were becoming huge stars, mm. when I'd go to their shows post-stardom, mm. they come off stage going, yeah, it's good, but there's a lot of cunts out there. Mm. And I would always think, well, that's because you, you the, the past two years, you've appeared on like X amount of cunty shows mm. on, on Sky, on ITV, yeah. on BBC, whatever it is. Like, you're not going to get like this cool fucking Jimi Hendrix yeah. crowd that you think you're going to get. Yeah. If you're doing all of these shows, that's the way it works. Yeah. yeah. Right. To the point where now you go to certain comic shows, like go mm. to a Jack Whitehall show. Mm. You'll sit there in the crowd going, why am I here? And oh my <laughs> why did, God, why did someone book me this ticket? And, and like I say, sometimes it doesn't reflect the comedian. Sometimes it does. But right. what it always does is reflects the artist, the artist's yeah. choices. Yeah. Right. It always reflects the artist's choices. You're never not at least partly to blame. Mm -hmm. And I there agree. was a point in comedy where I just went, I can't take the next step where I go up to the next level and I do all the mainstream shit mm -hmm. and I fill these arenas and I make all this money, but I don't know who I'm talking to anymore. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've, I've always found that scary. And that sounds like such a fucking easy cop out, humble brag. Oh, I could have been massive, but I decided not mm. to. But I don't know what to tell you. It's just fucking mm. true. <laughs> like mm -hmm. It's just true. But also because you've come from this place of coming, going to raves and knowing where raves are better when they're not smaller, but when they're mid-sized. Jumping the shark. You know when the shark is jumped. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And which I still don't get what that phrase means, but I know what it means. Shall I tell you the origin? H tell me the origin. It's happy please. days. Oh. Oh, when uh, Fonzie is on the thing. It's very simple. Fonzie literally jumped over a shark no. in a surfing event. And everyone was like, happy days shark. is fucking shit. What, what is going on? We've got special effects now with Fonzie jumping over a shark onto the surfboard. Oh, wow. Oh. Remember when happy days was just like... Them in the cafeteria. Yeah, thing. just talking shit. Put, uh, what's his face? Putsy and... Mrs. Cunningham and Ginger Guy. Ginger Guy, you know. What happened to that? <laughs> we've got we've got special effects of Fonzie's like a superhero now. Yeah. And that's where it was born. Because they jumped they, they, still, they got ahead of themselves. Still so relevant in every area of 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 art. Jump the shark. Every artist has their, their shark jumping moment. Okay, we all no. do. No one's above it. No, of course not. Yeah, no one no course. one is above it. But there are steps you can take. And I call them, uh, very simply, the results of self-awareness. Yeah. Where you can prolong not just your relevance, but also your career and, mm. and making money by just just saying some smart no's yeah. here and there. You know, I'm, I'll never be a, the, the size of comedian I, I could have and should have been, mm. but it doesn't. It really doesn't bother me. The only thing that longevity, man. The only thing that bothers me is is the money because I know how much I could have made if I'd have yeah. said the right yeses at the right time. I mm. could have, I, I wouldn't have been in the position that I'm in now, where I've where I've bought a house 
and it's so fucking expensive. I could have I could have mm. put so much more money behind it if I made the right decisions. But at the same time, that's that's a very big what if. Mm-hmm. Because if I did say those yeses, what would have that done to me emotionally? As a, as a human, you would have been so depressed. Mentally, you know, yeah. physically. Yeah. Would it have been worth that money? Because I've done, I've said some yeses to shit, mm. and the money's been amazing, and I felt like to take us back where we started the conversation, mm. like I've just fucking cracked one off mm. to a, a man wanking for half an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or eating a McDonald's. You know, yeah, that feeling true. of just like, oh, I know. Ugh. And you don't know what the knock-on effects of that mm. are, mm. you know? So I, I'm playing the long, slow game. This That's what I've been doing my entire career. And I think it's way better. It's like, I sure I haven't got a, fuckload of money but i know that everything that i do is fucking great yeah. like it's great and for you know me what, you know what i love about my fans is that that it's a such a small little fan base but they all get it yeah they, they get all it. get they it get all the ones that still love my rap they're like nah bruv he'll come back and he'll he'll, he'll slay a rap <laughs> bruv like back. have you seen the thing that he was in rare rare they, yeah. they're, they're with yeah, me yeah, do yeah, you know what i mean they're all with me <laughs> yeah and, big and, time. and all the other that that little fan base they all fucking get what i'm trying yeah. to do that's great and the ones that don't quite get it but mm. still support me i love them too but they are the ones who give their their number one thing that they post about me like on instagram which is kind of the only socials i'm really fully involved in yeah the number one thing i get this every day bro yeah every day is in a different story or a little message to yeah. my uh insta one of those will go ah doc breezy should be so much bigger than he is Oh, should be so much bigger than he is. This guy's a legend. Should be so much bigger than he is. And I'm like, I love you guys and I love you for that. But like, you're not in the inner, inner circle of yeah, my fan base because yeah, yeah. my inner, they, they get what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'm playing a totally different game. I'm, I'm going to be a fucking Ian McKellen of this shit. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be that fucking old guy who's like, this, this guy used to rap, bro. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Like 60 years ago, this guy was like a rapper. Yeah. He's still out here, like just doing his thing. But also, there's, there's so many people that they're- Fuck cre- fame, man. Yeah, the career trajectory. Fuck fame. I want money and I want to be in showbiz till I die. 100%. Yeah, I agree with you. And I don't see why that has to be exclusive, mutually exclusive with fame. Like, I, I, yeah. just, I just don't. Mm. Yeah. I don't want people fucking picking over my bones. Mm. I want money- and I want to be in this lifestyle in one way or another. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to like do. There's, there's a lot of people who's like, "Oh, Corin wants to do. He wants to do an interview." There's all this umming and ahhing mm-hmm. about shit because it's like, well, what can the last skeptic bring me now that I'm on this level? And I hate those. I don't know if I can come and I've do had this certain podcast oh, and, man mm. and you know what i haven't i've never I mean, even listen sp- i love corin i love last skeptic i love it and his his new album see you um see you tomorrow um, <laughs> see you tomorrow never dies what's it called so, uh, yeah sure, uh, sure life sure. life is life is a big thing yeah <laughs> i love last skeptic tunes are bangers God, those people you know are such cunts. No, because there's so like, many cunts like that. Oh, right, so you're upper yeah. echelon There's now. so many cunts like that, man, that have like, oh, that I've tried to get them on the podcast as well. And I don't think I've spoken about it on the podcast, whether it be comedians, actors, chefs, celebrity, this, that, or whatever. But I've only asked them to come on it because I've had a drink with them and I thought they were safe. And then they've just like either longed me out or 
said, oh, well, you know, I'm not really doing interviews at the moment. I'm like, nah, fuck you. I'm not going to fucking ask you. Yeah, and I see them, and then I see them do another podcast with some fucking cunt on the iTunes front page. And it's like, okay, then. Sure, sure, sure. Fine. It's like, the thing is, it's not, it's not like, you know, I'm not saying it's self-deprecating myself because I'm so happy that with with what I'm doing. I'm so happy with the podcast. No, but you're and also, my guests you're I also love. self-aware. But I've still had incredible guests yeah. of every level, of every discipline, and they love doing it. And the people that listen to it, and like, you know, you get messages like that every day. Every day I get messages, when's the podcast back? Yeah, yeah. Every people single day from people around the world saying, when is it? I've missed, you know, I'd, I'd listen to it on my journey. It makes me, my, you know, me going to work better, like all of that stuff. And I love that. And like, if when's that's 10 people, then? 100 people or 10,000 people, it doesn't matter, man. Like if, if 10 people find this funny, great. Mm. If, if me and you sitting in a kitchen drinking <laughs> makes 10 people around the world randomly happy, <laughs> <laughs> then that's fucking great. Big up those ten people. Big man. up to the ten have people. Have a fucking man. amazing day. You have a fucking wonderful day. And um, actually, you know what? And if if you're out there and like Ryan, like you see Ryan Gosling or something, go up to him and say, "Can I have a photo?" And when he mm. reluctantly agrees, go and pose with your girlfriend or your mm. boyfriend, and wait for him to take the photo of you. <laughs> And then go about your fucking day. Go about like your fucking day. Boss. That is sick. <laughs> that is a great thing. And you know what? Like, I, I'm going to use that because this is actually going to be a two part. I was going to, this could be the piss break usually, but it's not going to be. This is going to be the end of part one. And we're going to take a seven day break before part two. <laughs> seven, uh, seven days? <laughs> Seven whole days. We'll see you fucking cunts. Yeah, just going to play the Craig David record it's for the whole seven you days. You fucking filthy cunts. If you don't have a photo sent to me by in, within the next seven days of you with your girlfriend or boyfriend or significant <laughs> other, you know, or you know, if you don't send me that photo and taken say this by was an A-list taken celebrity. by an A-list celebrity, then who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> have a nice, have a nice week, you fucking heathens. Whoa, 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 that was fucking episode one of the fucking... Fuck's sake, that wasn't episode one. That was episode seven of the Thanks for Trying podcast. It starred Doc Brown and it was part one. So you're going to have to wait till next week for the fucking end of the fucking cliffhanger. That's where that's going to happen. Um, so thanks again. Rate it on iTunes. Go listen to this album. See you in the next life. The instrumental you're hearing right now is for a song called Psalms. It's probably the darkest song on that album. So, you know, make of that what you will. Big love to you. I hope your 2020 is going fantastically. If it's not, don't worry. There's a whole 11 more months to fuck with. You got this. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.